Dan, I, I, I am sorry. So, we're talking... I, I don't even have anything to start with, if I'm being completely <laughs> honest with you. So, listen, let's, let's just jump right on in. This is required watching where we watch the essential films from the list of cinematic influencers and look at them th- through the lens of learning about filmmaking and how to move forward. I am Trey Epps. And I am Danny Taverner. And today, and today only, we're talking about 1984, the original... Adap- movie adaptation, feature film adaptation of Dune, directed by David Lynch, and listen, it's actually starring a bunch of people, like a bunch, so bunch of people. people. It is like the entire Twin Peaks cast in this movie. <laughs> That's actually really true. Yeah, I picked this movie, so I feel like I should I should start with yeah, why so I picked this movie. So I picked this movie because one, I hadn't seen it, and this was the month that it was supposed to be the the 2020 version was supposed to be released. Of course, due to COVID and everything else going on in the world, well, just COVID really, and what that has spawned, we are not getting that new release. But I thought it'd be appropriate to. I was actually really excited to watch this film. I thought it'd be appropriate to jump right on in and see what I'm missing because I've heard on numerous occasions. I actually haven't heard any polarizing views. I've only heard Dune is my favorite movie. Like for people who've seen Dune, they're like, it's one, it, you have to see it. Really? Um, yeah. Like real talk. I didn't see, I didn't, I never heard anything negative about this movie. Oh, um, I've only heard <laughs> completely polarizing views. That's why I was so shocked when you picked it because I've heard. I've heard people who like it maybe because of or despite the fact that it's pretty cheesy, like, uh, effects. Sure. But I also have met people who absolutely despise it. I I, I can I, – I often apologize when I make us watch movies that I don't enjoy or that I think sort of slow or I think are weird. I apologize for these things. No, I made us and, watch 200 once, so we're even. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, yeah. Shame on you. But th- this is one of those occasions where I, I am like, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe we, we watched this film. Because, uh, listen, in case you don't know, and this is how conflated the movie is, this movie is about a duke's son who leads desert warriors against the galactic emperor and his father's evil nemesis when they assassinate his father and free their desert world from the emperor's rule. Do you hear how conflate? Like, I, I don't know what that's about. I just read that, and I have no idea what the movie's about. I mean, um, it <laughs> reminded me of those... Uh, I mean, I was an English major, so I had to read these weird British novels that were way too intricate. And then you yeah. boil them down, and they were like, I don't, nothing's really going on. It's like families fighting with families. And they're all right. rich. That's kind of what this is. It's just dueling royalties going at it more or less exactly exactly it's uh, and, and it's really conflated by the idea that it's like this fantastic uh like fantasy movie right like i, I would call this like sci-fi fantasy oh, yeah. kind of thing right just like you said in all reality it's this family doesn't like this family and there's this really big dramatic like you know moves being made between the two families to try to well just the one family really like the other family is like okay like they're not actively doing anything yeah they're varying Um, degrees of okay right exactly and and yeah and thus we have dune what's this guy's name paul uh paul paul so paul is our main character he is the son if i'm not mistaken correct me if i'm wrong because like the whole like methodology is 
a bit confusing to me. All right, I will um, say this really quick. Yeah. That is more or less the summary of the movie. I've never <laughs> read the book. I've tried to read the book. It's it's a daunting book because it's as as much of you as you've heard people talk about how great this movie is. Yeah. I think it's safe to say more people love the book because the book is like an icon sure. of sci-fi writing. And it also is part of a six book series, I believe. So the whole world of Dune, this like the the storyline itself is so much more intricate than the David Lynch movie. Somehow. But that's good. I think that's also why this movie turned out the way it did. I mean, I, I find I just find it I generally just find it difficult to I, I, I listen. At the end of the day, I, th- I think it tried to do two things at once. I think it tried to be an epic or an adventure movie, mm-hmm. and it didn't take the time that it needed to introduce the audience to this world. Like a, a lot of weird, they used a lot of weird ways to give. Like they gave us so much exposition for no reason. Like I've never read the book. I, I don't know why. I don't know why I'm hearing the thoughts of every other person. Because it's all exposition. It's exp- it, like for exposition's sake. I don't get why this is happening. And, and I liked it at first. I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I thought it was, I didn't realize it was just a, a plot line. Right. Like, I, I, I thought it would be like, oh, he can read minds or something. I didn't realize it was just going to be for the audience's sake. Oh, <laughs> brother. I well, as soon as because I, th- I think it starts out. I, let's just say I'm not sure if it's true. Let's say it starts out with Paul. We hear Paul's thoughts, mm-hmm. and then as soon as it switches to someone else's thoughts, someone else's thoughts, I was like, oh, oh, okay, this is strange. Also, he had a narrator <laughs> at the very beginning. Didn't use the narrator no, for the exactly. entirety of the film, and in the last forty minutes, once things start getting complicated, and there's like, hey, we have to speed through this next section. Here's the narrator again. Why not just have a narrator throughout? That lady had a nice voice. <laughs> she did have a nice voice. The wild thing about it is the part that they were speeding through is the part that I wanted more time oh with. My God. So, yeah, like it's the exciting part. It's where they actually form rebellions stuff. and start plotting against entire families to overthrow. Because essentially, essentially, and again, I don't know the names. It just went by too fast. But essentially, Paul, like Paul, Paul and his mother stumble upon this other group. That's what's in the movie, but that happens, and then it's like, I have an idea. Like, you know, I, I have an idea. Let's just make sure we control all the spice mines. Yeah. And then, like, in a matter of 30 seconds, everything's all wrapped up, and then we have this grand emperor who we – I i don't even remember if we had seen him previously because it felt like we only just saw him. Also, I again, I haven't read the books. I've tried. Lord knows I've tried. Um, <laughs> have you? I, good for you. I'm pretty sure – that where the movie essentially ends, like this yeah. exciting Paul leading these refugee people who live on Dune. Sure. That's like the very beginning of the series. Like that's when things start getting interesting in the books. No. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me that. I'm pretty sure. Um, and, and, and his sister, I know she has a much bigger role in the books. I mean, why? Why? Baby weirdo child. She's the because I actually like. There were elements that I was like, "Oh, I know this. I know this is coming." Right. I 
am so surprised that the the sister came at the very end and had like two lines and they barely talked about how she has like she basically has magic powers. Correct. And they barely talk about that in the movie. And I understand that it's it's a big task. Like that's the reason so many people have tried and failed to make this movie. But come on, Dan. But come Dan, on, you you can't say well the mother the mother who became I, the, the the I forget what the mother's name was and like what like the what was it like the Jessica? seed of life no but like what what was she drinking what did she drink to tell oh, her? the water of life the water like she drank the water of life and so thus her child became had all the powers of like the mother you know whatever whatever that line was. Then, then I, if I'm not mistaken, the next line about this kid was, and the and the child grew at such a rapid rate. And it's like, wait, what? Because yeah, she's not like only a, another like she's like a god figure, right? And then you just blow over this whole thing and t- like just the, the whole structure of it. Time is actually passing in the movie, which it shouldn't, right? Because like again, these are things that you want to see. But then you're also telling me, for no reason at all, like, as an audience member, what, why do I care that this kid's going, getting older if she's only going to come back, have glowing blue eyes, and do nothing? Like, not that she didn't do anything, but she wasn't a linchpin in any situation. So I feel like she had more to do in the story than what she did in the film. Yeah, there's, like, no emotional weight to, to, to her being there. I would argue there's no emotional weight to just about anyone. Yeah. I mean, I are not things that have anything to do with the story. Like, I was sure, like, oh, sure. I like seeing a young Patrick Stewart. I liked, oh, yeah, right on. I liked the big sand snakes. I liked their cool outfit uh, or the music. Dude, the, the music was cool. And you know what? I couldn't help but think about Star Wars, right? Because anytime we're in space and we're doing something that isn't astronauts, I immediately think of Star Wars. Because I mean, when, I, you were, I do, when you were first describing the plot, it sounded a bit Star Warsy. Planet, Father's Army. <laughs> I, I think this could be an epic. We talked about aliens, Alien, and how Alien was like this giant space epic. It wasn't to me. It still isn't a horror film per se, as much as it's an epic space horror thriller thing. Yeah. Like it's just like this hybrid, right? And I do think that this film could have been Dune could have been a giant epic film. I but think here's that's the only thing it can be. But. But because and, – and maybe I'm looking at it from 20 – no, I'm not I, – I can't possibly just be looking at it from 2020 because even when it debuted, it didn't do very well. Yeah. Um, so so it, it clearly isn't that though. And David Lynch said – the director said it's one of the only movies where it didn't have uh, Final Cut. Mm. And the studio was so was so – like thought that the movie could only last two hours and – 17 minutes or whatever it was because 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 they didn't want to like lose a screening time like we know because you know movie theaters have times and blah blah so they didn't want to lose a screening by making it longer therefore essentially you know they edited it however they wanted to edit to begin with but then they i guess by his words are kind of editing things all hodgepodge just to make it work for the time constraint in all reality, like this movie was going to be a three. It could have been a three-hour film, but isn't it crazy? Dune is a six-part. I mean, there's this is just based on the first one, I believe, the first book. But it's like the book itself is pretty substantial, 
and they made one two-hour movie. Meanwhile, The Hobbit, which is technically a kid's book, <laughs> they made three movies. Oh, how things have changed, Trey. Yeah, but listen, you talk, you talk about consumerism. Isn't look now that I know this, and I, I didn't know that it was a six-part book. But now that we know that that IP is out there, isn't yeah. that why they're remaking Dune? Like, aren't they just making Dune to make I a sequel of Dune? I, uh, it's not. A, it's a complete remake, but I think they're doing it into two parts. I believe the new. How do you say that guy's name? Denis Villeneuve. Tim- oh, 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 Timothy Chalamet. Duh. Tim- so Dune is a two-parter. Like this new 2020 Dune I'm is a two-parter. Sure. I I just heard but, that recently. I'm I'm still convinced that the idea is let's bring this back, let's do it right. The fact that they're saying it's a two-parter to me means oh, they actually considered the idea that this needs to be longer. Oh yeah, I think they've I mean again, David Lynch isn't the first and only person to make I think he's the first to actually get the movie out there. Right. But there's been other attempts and failures at this movie. So I think the fact that they're doing it as a two-part, again, speculation. I'm not actually sure. Sure. Uh, shows, yeah, a little understanding or at least uh, appreciation for the original material. I mean, listen, I'm okay, I'm okay with that. I, I, actually, I think they're doing a sequel from a different book. Of course, like, uh, But that's my point. My point is, of course they are. Yeah, because you have but to, because it's, it's a whole world. You have to, <laughs> like, the reason everyone likes and understands star wars i mean it's pretty easy to to digest it is like a western and there's elements that are familiar the hero's journey but there's also 20 movies at this point so you understand the world that this lives in dune based on this movie alone i don't know what is going on I like. I truly don't get it. Like, like the whole, the whole, like the whole love interest thing just came out of nowhere, and also doesn't matter. Like it, it again. Nothing. Like there's so much fat to this movie where I am generally confused about why it's in the script, which is crazy. Because <laughs> I think I heard the original cut was like four and a half hours. They had I, to get, I, I wish they had to get 180 that. minutes, and they replaced it with that second narrator voiceover towards the end. The only reason they put that narration in is because they had to cut a bunch. That that is truly a shame. Fat had been cut at this point. <laughs> well, listen, clearly the wrong fat. If you if you smash cut us into like here's Paul, here's his father, here's his like here's the world that we're in, and then boom, the the dad the dad is assassinated, then that takes us to this like hour long journey where they try to figure out X, Y, and Z and you know, they gotta they gotta shut down the, the spice mines and you know, then we all get this get this big lead up to the, this final battle. Like that would have been a perfect two hour film compared to the nonsense that we got throughout. They spent more time on his his weirdo training or whatever it was called. And last time on the fact that he had been on that planet for several years before he <laughs> staged his attack. It was literally like, all right, two years later. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like yeah. a SpongeBob like, cutscene. I, w- I would have liked that, honestly. <laughs> uh, but he spent more time trying to, like, making me watch this, this like, I, I, I wouldn't call someone this, but, like, this fat, gross, disgusting dude fly and float in the air for fucking no reason at all than developing the story. Like why? Why did the king? Why did the king? The king had this gas tooth, which 
by the way, we need to talk about the effects in a second. But he has a scar tooth. He's he's incapacitated. What is he drugged? He's drugged, right? Yeah. He's supposed to bite on the tooth, and if he exhales, it lets out poison. Instead of killing the, I don't know their title, so I keep, I keep calling everyone the Duke, but I, I just don't know what everyone's title is, let alone their name. I can't help you. The Baron King. The Baron, correct? No, the Baron. The Baron. So he's supposed to he's supposed to exhale so he can you know get the poison out to the Baron and kill the Baron. But no, does he do that? It goes to I guess one of the of the other henchmen instead, which I actually think was really funny. I was like, you know what? This is actually like cool. Like this guy's poisoned. I, I get how he could get confused. And I'm sure um, there's an explanation in the book. <laughs> I am sure, but that's the point. It's like it, it, even even things that kind of make sense don't make sense. No, was there didn't make sense. Yes. Why was he there? And why why wasn't Patrick Stewart used more than three scenes? <laughs> Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart. I don't get it. So he, uh, the thing I was I was genuinely confused about, if we're in a world of Star Wars, because this came out after Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. This definitely came out after Star Wars, right? Yeah. yeah. I, no, I know it did. Why, why do we have the... What, what's up with this armor? This boot, like, I, I was actually confused about I thought they were stuck in Jell-O. Like, what, like, what oh was happening? And that happened so early on that I was like, wait, are we in store for more of this? No, that's the only <laughs> time we ever see it. At least in Tron, because it, it was very reminiscent of Tron graphics. At least right. in Tron, it's it's consistent. It's throughout. Correct. And because Correct. it's throughout, I it you to love it. Like, I love the original right. Tron, even though... Arguably, it's got the same graphics as this movie. Yeah, but at least it's consistent. Oh my gosh it 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 killed me. Uh, it killed me, and I, I I'm sitting through the film thinking, what did I do? What? Why did I pick this film? Who like who lied to me? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of all the people and all the articles that I read, or you know wherever I got this information from that said that this movie was a great movie. And I'm sorry that I can't come from this from a place of knowing the novel because I like I, I don't know I think if a novel's good and if people are considering it for you know adaptations maybe not so much in 2020 but you know back in the day if they're considering it for adaptations they, like something must have been there right I, I say not so much in 2020 but you know what I mean I feel like it's well, much more of a cash grab now than it is than it was back then I'll counter that by saying another movie on our list that's upcoming that's another David Lynch movie is also based sure. on a novel. No, but it's I don't not. Think that novel is no, it's as not. respected as this movie. Yes, it is. No. Yes, it absolutely is. Oh, what a day. Uh, what but a it's a day. different different quality novel. Okay, I'm so upset by that. I'm a big fan of David Lynch. I don't know how you feel about him. But I don't dislike David Lynch. Actually, I, I, I feel like I enjoy David Lynch more than I don't. I could see David Lynch elements in this, but... It is not nearly weird enough to be a David Lynch movie. Because this is a weird movie. It is a very weird movie. But to be fair, it's over 30 years ago that this movie came out. So the David Lynch that we know now is... No. I mean, what? But Twin Peaks came out in the night... No, no, no. But what I mean is that, like, I can I can forgive you. I can, can, can forgive the, the one-off. Eraser I can forgive, like, like, eight years before this, at Eraserhead is... It was like his first big movie. 
Yeah, I'm, I, I won't give you that. He's he's been weird through and through. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I'm I'm looking at it right now. I mean, considering the fact that I think Twin Peaks comes 1989, so five years after. Yeah, you, I mean, listen, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I will say there are definitely parts of this movie that I can see why there's a cult following. Listen, I agree. And you and I are two people. I mean, I, I think I'm much more flexible than you are on this, but we had a conversation before. And I think I think we're both two people who don't like bad movies. As in, like, who don't ironically like bad movies. We don't... Yeah. And listen, again, I am so much more flexible. I still think ship, uh, ship tease, ship tease, showgirls. Girls. Uh, what is ship tease? I keep saying it. Oh, we should watch it. <laughs> I still think showgirls is a great movie. Uh, but no, I, I listen. I, I'm not going to waste your time, Dan, and I'm not going to waste anyone who's listening, <laughs> so listening to this. This movie is not at all required watching for all the reasons. Like we spoke for 22 minutes thus far, and haven't said barely have said a good thing about it. Read the book and and listen. If you like Tim- Timothy Chalamet's hair and Zoe Kravitz and Oscar Isaac, is Oscar Isaac playing the dad? Oscar Isaac I, is playing I know his there's dad. A, there's a bunch of there, there's probably as many famous actors in the new one as there is in this one. I don't know who's playing who. I mean, I barely know who's playing who in, in the one we watched. But oh, I said Zoe, I said Zoe Kravitz. Huh? But Jason Momoa, Jason Momoa is is in it. There's Ooh. a lot of I don't I don't like when you throw a bunch of stars. I don't know if I call this an ensemble. So I, I'm kind of hoping what you're saying is right, and that this is like a Harry Potter situation where the last one, you know, was just broken into two. Because I would really like to live with these characters for a bit and really yeah. feel for them. Because I feel like what's that? Oh my gosh, what's that movie? I'm so sorry, I'm blanking. What's the Charlize Theron movie? <laughs> Hold on, just just name the last three. I, I don't know the last three. It's Australian. Mad Max. There we go. Mad Max. Like Mad Max. Mad Max was two hours long, and despite all of the craziness, just like despite all the craziness, I really felt like I knew the protagonists in that movie, the villains in that movie, the oh, yeah. the supporting characters, and that was a wild film. And I, I will say it, it it owes some liberties to the original Mad Max movies, like the, that yeah. world we've already established. That they get a little advantage, but not much, honestly, because right. it's a new Max. It's a new specific setting. It's just the same world. I I didn't I I don't I don't I didn't watch the original before I watched that one and I found myself completely fine. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I just jumped not, in. I we're not confused. Yeah. Whereas Dune, I feel like if you don't know anything about the book, if you're just I'm going to watch this movie, you are so <laughs> your own. You're on your own completely. I will agree and say that's not required. I do love it as a corny sci-fi movie because that's that's my my bag. I love those, but. You could watch Starship Troopers and get the same effect. <laughs> I That's think really it's one of those cases where equally biting off more than you can chew while also too many cooks in the kitchen. From, right. from the sounds of it, because I have heard beautiful, wonder th- wonderful things about David Lynch's script, which apparently goes into great detail and really 
clarifies things. So maybe it is just a matter of the wrong people cutting the wrong stuff. I kind of doubt it. But I mean, there are definitely fun things about this movie. It's not a, I mean, it's a bad movie, but it's not a bad, bad movie. Listen, if you, if you can manage to sit through it, I think you'll be okay. I don't, yeah. 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 I I, I still still have anything constructive to say. So I I just feel like we, you know, we spend so much time talking about a movie that isn't, that I don't have anything constructive to say. Now, that said, that said, let's listen. Let's end it. Let's end right. it. Let's end okay. it right here. Dan, you don't know this. I'm redoing the website again because, what? of course, I, I I am ridiculous. But you can uh, catch us up on requiredwatching.com once that's done, which should be by the time this is up. And you can catch me both required watch on Instagram and Twitter. We're, listen, Dan, I'm cooking up some good giveaways going on as well. So, so let's let's stay tuned for that. Let's give it all. And you. Away. And you Oh, giving it all away. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Trey Epps. On everything at Danny Taverner. Super easy. All of that stuff will be in the the description. I, I watched John Green, who's an author on YouTube, and he calls the description box the doobly-doo. So every, every time I, I, I want to say it, I want to call it the doobly-doo, but it's, it's not my thing. So I probably shouldn't see it. Hey, yo, Dan, it's been good. Until next week. <laughs>